Mitsubishi. What is up, bros? Anybody care to lax? Welcome back to the Crease Dive. Today is Monday, September 16th, and the PLL Championship is set. So we are uh, five days away here from the inaugural crown between the Whip Snakes, who got there a couple weeks ago and, and had the bye last, this past weekend, and facing them will be Redwoods LC because the woods are hot as fuck right now. 12-7 win over the chaos. Jake, it's uh, coming down to the final weekend. So how how we doing? Uh, you know, we, we have to say that uh, we, we've been big, big Redwoods guys from day one. Um, you know, they faltered a little bit, but they came out strong this weekend, and it was a, it was a really good fucking game. I, I, was, uh, I was glued to the TV for it. Um, Man, they uh, they're hot right now. Just hotter than the ten thousand fucking suns. I can say that. That's pretty hot. That's like aggressively hot. And I would one hundred percent agree with you. Um, yeah, I mean, we were Redwoods guys right from the jump. I mean, being like a Philly sports guy myself, like naturally, I'm just like drawn to winners. You know, the city has a great history and stories of success. Um, you know, just champions all over the place. So, you know, as soon as I saw that Redwoods roster, I'm like that right there. Like, I know that these teams, they're not, you know, they don't have any geographical base. They're not city based teams, but I was like, you know, if, if this was a team right here that had a city, they would be the Philly Redwoods. Cause they're just, you know, they, they were just destined for greatness from this, from the jump. So credit to us for sniffing that one out early. Um, you know, I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I don't really think that there were a lot of Redwoods fans from the very beginning. So like we were there before it was cool um, watching the game and like all like the footage on social media from this past weekend. It seemed like Red Bull arena was just uh, you know, it was like a forest there big time Redwoods fans like all over the place. Um, so, I mean, good for them for, for, it seems like they've kind of carved out probably the most loyal fan base at this point. Yeah. I, I think you get that when you get, um, when you have that heavy Notre Dame um, lineup, uh, Notre Dame fans are uh, rabid Notre Dame fans. And I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever met a Notre Dame fan that wasn't just aggressively a Notre Dame fan. Um, but and, I mean, they, and they're everywhere too. Like it's like, true. it's like anywhere in the world where like someone's like great grandfather, like visited Ireland for a week. They're like, well, yeah, I'm Irish. So I'm a big time Notre Dame fan. So like, you can't like, that's the thing. Like the, you know, you, you get the, let, let's just go with Atlas, right? Like a lot of Hopkins guys there. You're not going to find Hopkins people all over the country. Like, you know, you're, you're going to find them a lot here on like the East coast and uh, you know, maybe every once in a while, but like a Notre Dame fan is going to be, you walk anywhere and you say, Hey, are you Irish? They're like, well, yeah, let me tell you about why Notre Dame's the greatest. Um, so it's definitely a, like a cult, which is great for, cause that's all that sports fan is. Uh, if you're a sports fan, you're a part of a cult. Um, and Notre Dame just happens to be one of the largest of them. Yeah. I get, you know, we, we don't really get that, uh, down here in Atlanta. Um, it's more like people just following along at a great, you know, uh, mediocrity with the, with the, the Falcons and, um, the, the Thrashers rest in peace. Um, and then the Hawks, it's just a very, and the university of Georgia, I'm sorry. This is all very aggressive, mediocre teams. So, you know, I, 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 it, 
the rabid fan base is, uh, I think it's reserved for a very few amount of teams. Um, Notre Dame's one of them. Um, Ohio State fans are, are up there. So same with Penn State. Um, I'll tell you what, it's going to be great, though, to have those fans at Talent Energy Stadium on Saturday for the inaugural PLL championship. Um, you know, the, the building, it's like the, you know, the stadiums, it's set up. It's a, you know, it's a soccer stadium for the Philadelphia Union. Um, so I'm not like the biggest soccer guy, but like I've been to a few games. And so like their fans, uh, soccer fans in general are just like psychotic humans who love to just like bang on a drum and chant the entire goddamn game. Like they never shut up. Um, sometimes they don't even like watch the game. It, they're they're more focused on their own chance. But so I know that like the atmosphere in that building, at least for like a soccer game, can be like out of this world. So you pack that place with some Redwoods fans, and you know maybe sprinkle in a few Whipsnakes fans here and there. Uh, it should be a great weekend. But yeah, dude, Redwoods just coming out. Um, I mean, dude, think about where this team was the last time that they played the Whipsnakes, right? So they got. They got shit pumped. What was it? It was like 18, 19 to 18 to five, 17 to four or something like that. Yeah. Some, some sort of, it was just like a, like a 13 point swing, um, got absolutely trounced and, and you're looking at them and you're like, you guys just pissed away your chance, uh, to make it to the playoffs. And now you're just going to be stuck playing in this loser's bracket. Then they came out and, and they did some shit pumping of their own, but like, like they were, you know, after week nine, it was like you're, you're looking at the Redwoods and you're like, damn, like that team, they had some some potential there, but uh, it looks like they kind of pissed that one away. Now here they are after, you know, a, a shit kicking in week 10 to get themselves into the playoffs. Then they handle the Archers uh, in the first round of the playoffs. And then this game, you know, obviously chaos, they were able to, to tie that one up, um, you know, heading into halftime. So, you know, Redwoods went on a nice little roll, which is what they do, man. They when they get hot and they get rolling, especially in transition, dude, they just go on these runs where it's like, you know, nothing can be happening in the game for a while, and all of a sudden they just get hot out of nowhere. Um, but then, yeah, like chaos, they were able to pull back six to six, and then again, same same thing that we've seen with this Redwoods team pretty much all season long is if they go on a run, they not only have the offensive ballers to put up numbers themselves, but they have fucking animals on defense that like you know because it's a five goal run for redwoods but not only are they scoring five goals but you got matt landis just completely shutting down connor fields you got garrett apple just laying bodies everywhere so while they're scoring and they're going on their run that defense and fucking tim troutner and cage holy hell what a beast they're making sure that the other team's not even coming like it's you're running and they're you know, the other teams sitting in a chair. Yeah. The Redwoods, you know, you have to think at the beginning of the season, the Redwoods roster did not have three of their top score, you know, the three guys who really made it were making a difference right now. They didn't have Westberg. They, you know, that initial roster, correct me if I'm wrong, but it did not have Ryder Garnsey on it. He got picked up like second or third week. And then the, all the, and they didn't have Jules Henningberg, you know, that's three players that have immediately made a, a huge impact. Um, especially Westberg, you know, with kind of that Canadian style, you know, box style lacrosse. Um, he, he really kind of integrated to the offense extremely well. Uh, you know, what, what, and you know, the, the Redwoods also, they, they made a couple of personnel changes that are, you know, 
that are kind of freaky, like Sergio Perkovic becoming a D-mid. Like that's like the last thing that, you know, you ever could have seen coming uh, because, you know, but, but because of his size, the way he moves and his feet, like that's, that's terrifying. You know, you're not going to, that's, that's an immediately an advantage. Um, And he's done a great job. Um, He's a great two-way midfielder now. Uh, He he may have made the biggest play of the game. Yeah. Well, hold up because before it even started. Okay. So if if you're following along on social media and you see the PLL account put out the, the boys walking off the bus heading into Red Bull Arena, Sergio Perkovic came off that bus looking like, I mean, this guy, he's like, he looks like, like as European as he, he kind of looks like a, like an Ivan Drago type of guy. Like he looks like, just, he, he looks like a villain. Like, well, just, he's a, yeah, he's the, he's the villain in like, you know, those, uh, like, like he's, he would be on Cobra Kai. In yeah, Karate Kid, like, yeah. like definitely. Um, yeah. Or, or you know, like, or like, if it's like an '80s, like, uh, like a, a movie about skiing, and like they're at this this mountain resort, like he's like, you know, the rich guy's dad, like the or the 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 rich, the like the rich guy who's gonna buy the mountain. That's his dad, and like he's like racing, you know, the the stoners of the mountain who are like trying to keep it free, and you know, he's just like that bad guy. You look at him, and you're like, ah, oh, this motherfucker. He's like just tall, chiseled, looks like a million bucks. Um, but so when he comes walking off the bus like that, you're like, shit, man. Like, how are we supposed to compete with that? Uh, and then he goes off and he scores 23 seconds into the game, and you're like, all right, like that right there. That's all that's all the proof I need that look good, feel good, play good. Isn't just some cliche. It's like how the world actually works. Yeah. Especially considering that, you know, he actually is signed with a, a, a modeling company. So, you know, he's, he's got to, uh, he's got to look the part and, 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 and be the part. Like, you know, he's, he, it's, it's literally like look good, feel good, play good. Like he's got that under lock. Like what, like he's a professional athlete. He's a model. And he's, you know, sponsored by, uh, you know, Adidas and, you know, you know, a litany of other companies. Like he's got it all. What more, what more could you ask for? And he came out of that game fucking hot. He had two goals, you know, the very important goals. Um, you know, the, the thing about the Redwoods game too, is that the chaos, they look, I'm going to be perfectly honest. They look fucking awful in the, uh, the entire game. Um, I mean, and now part of it, that is because of Tim Troutner. Yeah, part, and that's, that's what I was about. To, what I was about to get to was that you know you could either say that the chaos looked awful, or you could forget in, about the Redwoods and just absolutely playing out of their minds because Landis shut down, you know, probably the most prolific scorer that the PLL has in Connor Fields. Um, Fields was literally able to do absolutely nothing. Landis had him on an island the entire game, and Timmy Troutner, you know. I know we picked Ryder Garnsey for Rookie of the Year. I know we did, but Timmy, he must, you know, he's a big, big podcast guy, I'm sure, and I'm sure he's been listening to us. That was probably his motivation to go out there and make those saves because he said, Jordy and Jake are fucking morons. I deserve the Rookie of the Year award. And, you know, after that game and after that performance, I think I think it'll be very, very close, you know, depending on his performance in the, in the championship game. I think it'll be very, very close for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I mean, dude, he was just making some saves that were out of this world, like, like just stuff, you know, like, like Miles Jones stepping in from two. Tim, Trout, Tim Troutner treats it like a like a can of corn, just 
see you. Thanks for this pass. Let me send it in transition real quick. Let us dunk on you and then, you know, watch the next face off. Um, Fields did try that. Uh, so, so he had that one goal uh, that probably the nastiest goal of the season against uh, the Redwoods earlier in the year. I guess it must, must have been that, that week eight game uh, coming around from behind the cage, one-hander, dunk. Uh, he, he tried that same move again this time and got, you know, ended up, I think he hit pipe on it this time around. Um, but like, so that right there, like that's the difference between that week eight game where chaos were just, you know, uh, or no, I guess, I guess it would have been a little bit earlier in the season. Either, either way, the, you know, when they lost those, those games to chaos, like that right there is the difference is Connor Fields is hitting those shots, um, you know, against Redwoods earlier in the year. And then Tim Troutner just making life miserable for the chaos shooters this time around. And, you know, so a guy like Connor Fields ends up missing on that. He goes, he was over, I mean, it was over however many shots he took. Um, I think it was like three or four. So, I mean, tra- like having a, having a kid like that step up between the pipes, because that gets just so frustrating as, you know, as an offensive player, like, you know, you, you start, you start questioning yourself every time you shoot, you got like crazy maniacs, like Pat Harbison running around trying to like, you know, fucking rip your face off every time the ball. So like, not only do you have to worry about the D middies on Redwoods being maniacs, not only do you have to worry about accidentally finding yourself on Landis Island, but then you also have Tim Troutner who's just shutting down everything you're throwing at him. Like the whole time you're just questioning yourself. You're like, am I really any good at lacrosse? Like, why am I out here playing right now? And then before you know it, like 20 minutes pass by in the second quarter, you guys haven't scored and it's just a mental mind fuck. So like that, if they can find a way to recreate that on Saturday against the whip snakes, I, I don't, you know, I don't see the Redwoods cooling off anytime soon. Yeah, no, me either. Uh, you know, I think the, the other important factor was, uh, you know, big Greg winning faceoffs. Um, that was huge. You know, it make it, gave them a lot of make it, take it opportunities um they just you know the redwoods played better in transition they took their lumps in the first half you know even though it, you know it was, it was tied going into halftime it wasn't like you know it, it, a tie going into halftime everybody knows this you're, you're tied going into halftime right your coach says the same thing new game right zero 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 right? zero they love zero zero they love that that's uh, that's such a fucking coach thing to say is zero zero baby let's let's get after it but you really don't, you, you know, there's more involved, right? You know, it's like it, there's there's momentum going into the half that, that's really important. Like, fuck, they just stuck one with, you know, three seconds left in the half. Like, that's, you know, who really has the momentum coming out in the second half? And, you know, the Redwoods, the Redwoods had it. You know, they, they, they absolutely had it. And they're going to, um, you know, the other thing that I, I think was really important is that game, in that game is that the, the, the veterans absolutely stepped up. The veterans stepped up and they, you know, they showed the world like, you know, Joey Walters and Kyle Harrison both were like, who are y'all fucking calling old? Because they, st- Joe Walters stung that fucking corner so hard. I thought he ripped the net. I thought the ball went through the net. Um, but man, that was, what a, what a fucking game from, from both of them. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all in on the Redwoods train. Like, yeah, so like obviously, like we'll get into this more on our Friday episode with the preview. But like, so this is exactly what we were talking about a few weeks ago, where 
like, so, so the whip snakes, you know, obviously they had a great season, um, you know, and then obviously they, they had a great game against chaos in the first round, nice little 15, seven win, but now, you know, they haven't played since September 7th. So this game on the 21st. So like they, they've had this time to, you know, just rest up, which like, you know, obviously most, you know, I'm sure the Redwoods would like a little more time to rest as well. I, you know, I'm sure that some of those guys are hurting a little bit, but they're coming into this game just hot as could be. Like red hot, like you said, 10,000. What, what was the final number you went with there? 10,000 suns? 10,000 suns. So, so the whip snakes now have 10,000 suns coming at them while they're, you know, kind of getting themselves off the couch, rolling out of bed. And they're like, all right, like I feel rested, but I don't feel hot. And, and here come the Redwoods and they're, you know, they're confident right now. Um, you know, they've, they've got it. They're, they're probably just full blown cocky. You know, if you, if you would listen to a, a Ryder Garnsey mic'd up session, um, poor Jared Newman. <laughs> Poor Jared Newman was like, you stink. Like, like I, I feel like Jared Newman kind of like fancied himself being like one of like the bigger bullies of the league. Like, you know, like the whole, like you need to switch or like, uh, yeah. or the, like you I need to slide. Yeah. You know, I, I step in from 20 and I'm in range. Like he probably thought like, he's like the big bad wolf of the, of the PLL. And then here comes like little Nat Ryder Garnsey just, <laughs> bullying them so hard back you stink i can't believe that he told that jared newman is a foot taller and probably 40 pounds heavier than Ryder garnsey and Ryder is out there telling me you stink buddy like you need you need to retire <laughs> i thought that's hilarious if they don't have him mic'd up for the championship so my if they don't have him mic'd up for the championship that's a disservice to all the fans watching at them yeah if i had to get you, you need Ryder mic'd up I, I, we got to get Troutner mic'd up and gotta get and I mean Chef Rambo is gonna be my mic'd up at like that's that's confirmed like, yeah I kind of not yeah I want to get like a like a HBO like hard knocks 24 7 type of thing with Rambo where like just follow him around for the next five days and just just document the shenanigans that he gets himself like I want to see how he prepares for this game like it's got to be I don't, I don't even know what he'd be doing. Probably just like tapes a stick one time, maybe tightens up a few shooting strings. And then he's like, all right, I'm just going to go out there and score four goals and maybe get five assists. Yeah. It's, it's that's a nine point game right there. He might like, you know, he might like be like playing Fortnite, like eating a bowl of cereal or something. And like, you know, plays a little wall ball on the wall, like wall, like in the middle is like, all right, I'm good. He goes back yeah. to playing Fortnite or something. You're like, yeah, it, it, he's a freak. Yeah, twenty twenty reps in the left hand, maybe ten in the right, and uh, yeah, then yeah, I'll just go out there and have himself just a, a career game. Everybody has those guys though, like they 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 like you don't know when they ever get in practice, right? You're like, I've never seen you practice, I've never seen you work like in in the gym, but like, and they might be awful in practice too. I knew guys who were just fucking buns in practice, and they come out on game day, five points, six points you know, a, a hattie, a top corner. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I, I don't understand that. I've never understood it, but it's just how some guys play, right? They're, they, they're, they're game day players. Yeah. So I, it's, it's frustrating as hell. And because, you know, he's, he's going to have, especially playing hometown. So, um, yeah, I, it's going to be – the biggest thing is that, that I'll be looking for is the Jules Hennenberg revenge tour. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's going to be a big storyline heading into this game is, you know, 
I, I think, you know, if the PLL, which we all know is, uh, it's scripted, everything is, you know, True. there's, you know, they, they have everything planned out already. So if I had to take a guess, um, you know, the game will probably come down to, you know, the ball being Jules heading and Joel Henningberg's stick at, with like, you know, 20 seconds left tie game and he ends up scoring and then yells at Stagnita for trading him. And, uh, but then says, Hey, actually coach, you know what? I'm not mad at you because, uh, you know, if I didn't get traded, then I wouldn't have learned to be the player that I am today. And it has like a real like cheesy, like everything gets wrapped up in a bow. Everyone learns a little something about themselves. Um, you know, and then, you know, stags gives them a little nod of approval sign of respect. You got like, the whip snakes like cheering for Jules Hennenberg, like, uh, you know, like at the end of little, little, uh, little giants when, you know, they, they start cheering for the fucking, yeah. so yeah. So I, I think that's probably the way it'll go. We can get more into that for Friday's episode, but yeah, I, it's just right now the redwoods are just aggressively hot. I mean, you know, we can touch on the, the, uh, the archers game briefly. Um, you know, I know you're. I know you're pretty much out on the uh, on, on the losers bracket, but it, it wasn't a bad game. Okay, I, and I, I I have to I have to say that it wasn't a bad game. Um, I, I I was able to watch um, most of it. I just the archers are a better team. You know, their their defense their defense necessarily didn't play like out of this world. I wasn't like, wow, there's the archers defense that we've been watching all year. Um, Matt McMahon, I love you, buddy, but he got fucking toasted by Jordan Wolf the entire game, and he was visibly frustrated. Uh, Jordan Wolf, though, I, I my God, it's not a matchup that I would enjoy. <laughs> but I mean, but it's not to say like I mean, Matt McMahon is not. It's not to say that McMahon wasn't like you know saddled with the easiest matchup because you know in a ten yard sprint, the Jordan Wolf, you're not going to beat him. He's going to beat you in a ten yard sprint. Like he he he'll split he'll split the double. He'll do an inside roll. He's going to curl you around the crease. He's just going to fuck your shit up. So you know, I, I'm sure that that McMahon maybe contemplated retirement after that game. You know, I'm sure he iced his ankles a little bit. Uh, but I mean, they came out with the dub, and that's really all that matters. Uh, yeah. At this point, I'm I'm at, I'm I'm just happy for the Chrome that that they're done. It was. <laughs> It's been such a rough go for them this year. Stop I mean, the bleeding. Two and eight in the regular season, and then zero oh and two in the postseason. Like, I, I think that there's probably a, a per, not not just like a, a small bit of that. Like, they're probably the majority are just like, all right, you know what? At least we don't have to do one more week of this shit. Like, at least we're. But not- you have to have an asterisk by that two and eight though, because the first five games they played were decided by one goal. So, yeah. the, you know, in, in another universe, the, the Chrome are what? Uh, seven and three. And they could be on the other side of the bracket. They could be in the championship game. So like, that's, that's a, that's a frust. That's even more frustrating. Honestly, I'm not making it any better. Like I'm really not. I just ripped the bandaid off, put it back on and then rip the bandaid off again. So that's my fault. Yeah, that's why I I think it just had to have been such a frustrating year, especially because like all those guys like on that team, like I I can't imagine that many of them or any of them have ever had a season quite like that. Like I feel like those guys, their probably entire 
lacrosse playing career, um, at least 500. Uh, but so to go, you know, just have that awful luck in the first half of the season, only manage, you know, two wins out of a 12 game season. It's, it's gotta be tough for them. So, you know, credit to those guys for, um, listen, you're done. All right. It's, it's over. So you, you don't have to do it next week. So congrats. Yeah. That's gotta be rough. You know, you got world champions on that, on that, uh, you know, Ned Crotty. Uh, I'm, I don't think he's ever lost, you know, multiple games in a season in his entire life. Uh, yeah, that's gotta be rough. Man. But yeah. So that'll be, so Atlas and archers playing for the, that, that for, again, it's, I, I, we said it last week or on, on Friday and we'll say it again probably doesn't matter if you win or lose that game. Uh, you're still going to get a stud. So, you know, maybe take like a little pressure off yourself and just lose. And that way you don't have to, you know, have that um, responsibility of, of taking the first guy off the board and potentially choosing the wrong guy. Not that any of them will, you know, all those guys will end up being studs, but um, yeah. So Atlas archers. And uh, so that'll be Saturday at, uh, what, like 12, I believe. And then after that, 145 at Talon Energy Stadium, you can catch Jake and myself. We will have the first ever Crease Dive live show. Uh, so that'll be in the premiere zone. And then after that, we can all head back into the stadium and check out the Whip Snakes take on the Redwoods for the inaugural PLL championship. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to the weekend. Should be a great time. Um, you know, if you're going to be there, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll try to, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we'll get to the stadiums, you know, probably pretty early that day, uh, partake in some tailgating festivities. So if you're going to be around, let us know. Uh, also tomorrow. So if you're listening to this on Monday, the 16th, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, September 17th, uh, on BR live, the NLL draft live at Xfinity live, uh, in Philly. So, you know, if you turn that on, you might be able to, you know, see this mug working the floor, um, for that, for that broadcast. So NLL draft on Tuesday, PLL championship on Saturday, crease dive live show on Saturday. It's a, it's, it's a great week to have a week. Can't complain, dude. I'm pumped to, uh, I don't know, get a cheesesteak or some batteries thrown at me in Philadelphia. Yeah, just, uh, you know, just show up in like a Santa Claus shoot, suit. We can throw snowballs at you. We can do all the cliche things that they say about Philly. I'm trying to think, what is the worst jersey that I could wear in the city of Philadelphia? <sighs> oh, like a Tom Brady jersey? <laughs> no, because like, I, I feel like people at least have some like respect for Tom and the Eagles beat the Patriots in the super. Like if it'd be different, if the Eagles yeah. beat someone else in the super, it, it would probably be like a Cowboys Jersey. Oh yeah. Like a, like a, a Dak Prescott Jersey that would get my ass beat. If for sure. Yeah. I, think I might have to get a, a Prescott Jersey and just wear it on, on Saturday for literally no apparent reason whatsoever. That could, that let's actually do that. Get it, <laughs> get a Prescott Jersey. That'll be great for content. <laughs> we might be down a man for the live show. Cause there's going to be a certain point where I don't have anything that in, in my capabilities to, you know, to save you. Um, but yeah, so maybe that's what we can do. We can take a, you know, we can put in some bets and see how long Jake lasts in a, in a Prescott Jersey. <laughs> Sounds good to me, dude. All right. And while we wait for all that to happen, we will be keeping it low to high to the day we die. We will 
see you on Friday for the weekend preview show and Saturday for the live show. So let's get after it, boys and girls. We out. Sing